It's the Double Doink Podcast with Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. The Double Doink Podcast is an unwrapped sports production. Hello, football faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Double Doink Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Deeg. You can follow me on Twitter at Eagles Talk underscore. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and um, give us a rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. We are officially live on YouTube and live on all of the podcast platforms. Today, I have my co-host with me, Mr. Eric Warner at Bears Talk underscore. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, Brendan. Um, still, uh, still quarantining, obviously. Um, doing what we can, but starting to look like there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Um, sports might be back sooner than some want. Um, it's a controversial subject with some, yeah. but hopefully for me, I'm hoping it's back as soon as possible. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay, and I think I, I agree with you. I think um, it looks like they're starting to get some traction on some uh, – some ideas on how to uh, kind of continue the at least the NBA and NHL seasons. It looks like they're mm-hmm. kind of. It looks like they're going to be going with no crowds. It looks yeah, like that's, I, I, that's guaranteed. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm starting to uh, be more optimistic about that. We'll actually 100 get um, a finish of both those seasons. And of yeah. course, we got our NFL draft next week. Yeah, and today yeah. we are doing a special episode, an NFL draft, or at least first round NFL draft kind of mock draft. Um, and kind of a look forward to um, my, this mock is not. I'm going to make a couple changes before next Thursday, I'm sure. But you know what? I wanted to. I wanted to get something out to everyone and kind of go over what we're mm-hmm. thinking is going to happen. A lot of news has been thrown out, especially the past couple of days with teams that are looking to trade up. Trade yeah, down. the rumors. So many exactly. rumors. The rumors are swirling. So let's get into it. So let's start. We want to start with our three favorite prospects in the draft. So there's three guys. These are not your top three guys. Okay, this can be just your three favorite guys to watch, any tape you've watched, um, three guys that you're looking forward to watching to the NFL, anything like that. So, Eric, kick it off. Give us your top three. Um, Okay, uh, even though this draft is rich in wide receiver talent, um, offensive line talent, um, even quarterbacks, like there's a lot of good talent on the offensive side of the ball. All my three favorite prospects might actually be on the defensive side. I love Hmm. Chase Young. Yep. I think he looks like an absolute stud. He looks like Nick Bosa 2.0 yeah, from Ohio State as well. Um, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Um, he's one of those linebackers. He can get to the quarterback, but he's also excellent coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, in the new NFL, that linebacker that can cover and rush is just so valuable. Um, and Derek Brown, uh, defensive tackle at Auburn. Interesting. Um, I love him. He he could have been a top five pick last year. He decided to go back to Auburn. Um, I love him. How about you? Yeah, that's interesting. You went all defense. Um, I love I loved all three of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. However, my first one I'm going to kind of counteract with Derek Brown one. I am a huge fan of Javon Kinlaw. Um, I have been okay. watching Kinlaw, some Kinlaw tape. I have a feeling this guy could be Fletcher Cox 2.0. Um, I think okay. he is. I think he's that good. Um, I know he's had some injury history. Um, but watching his tape, he excites me. He he blasts off the line of scrimmage, and and I, I think he's going to be. He has potential to be kind of like Fletcher Cox in the middle of the defense. Um, I'm I was going to say Chase Young, but uh, it's the obvious one. Um, yeah, so I, I want to throw. Yeah, 
everyone loves him, right? So I, I, I yeah. think Ken Law in there is my defensive. And my two offensive guys, I, I've studied wide receivers like crazy so far. So I'm going to go with the obvious one, C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. I am absolutely in love with him. Um, I think right. he's going to be – I think he's got uh, DeAndre Hopkins written all over him. And then my surprise one and the guy that – the guy that no one really likes but me for some reason, especially on Eagles Twitter, is wide receiver LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado. Um, I think mm-hmm. this guy has potential to be um, potential to be a Pro Bowl right out the gate. Um, he, If you put the ball in his hands, he's the most electric player in, in the draft, uh, maybe besides C.D. Lamb. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in love with him. I know he's had some injury history and there's a lot of risk taking him, but I, I can't wait to watch him in the NFL. So those are our three favorite guys on both of our sides. So, Eric, why don't we get a little drum roll here rolling, and why don't we uh, kick off our mock draft? So we're going to go pick by pick here, and I think mm-hmm. our first pick is going to be pretty uh, universal. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even the Bengals could screw this one up. I no. think they're, they're uh, going with Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty universal around everyone. Yeah. So, do you think he'll have success immediately? I, ugh, I, I don't know. He, he's like, if you if you asked anyone a lot, like two years ago, no one would have thought he would be going first overall, right? And those guys can be scary, yeah. right? Guys that high rise, um, high rise after one year, really um, but quick. Like, yeah, exactly. But he he arguably had the best college quarterback mm-hmm. year ever right yeah well, 60 over 60 touchdowns His numbers were incredible yeah so like look i, I don't know and it, it, a lot's gonna have to do with what cincinnati does around him like they're gonna have to mm-hmm. that organization's gonna have to wake up a little bit and make sure to get him some talent around him that o-line is atrocious um so it, it, is he gonna step in and play right away like andy dalton's still on and still there that's right? a it, question he, too yeah. yeah so who knows right andy dalton is still on the Bengals. um it's going to be interesting. I, I I don't know. I don't know how high his upside is. Uh, my NFL com- comp to him is kind of Tony Romo. Um, he's got. He reminds me a little bit of Tony Romo, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, All right. Well, it's obvious. He's going number one. Yeah. Um, personally, I think the number two pick is incredibly obvious as well. Um, yep. Washington Redskins, I have them taking Chase Young. Mm-hmm. You do as well? Yeah, same here. Um, I, yeah. I I wanted to plug in a trade here to kind of to mix it up, but right. again, like you said, with Cincinnati, Washington can't screw this one up. Yeah, especially Ron Rivera. He's a defensive uh, first guy, um, first year in Redskins, and then it just completes their defensive line, right? They also they have Allen, Payne, Sweat, all yeah. former first rounders. They've invested in that defensive line, and um, that's a that's a scary defensive front to yeah, think about. Very underrated defensive front going into mm-hmm. next year if they take the Chase Bama Young. boys plus yeah plus exactly. Young. I think I think that completes it. I think Ron Rivera can do it. Will have to kind of do a good job of uh, mixing and matching those guys on the line and trying to get pressure. And look, you no know, one they have. He's been one of the best defensive coaches in in, in the NFL um, right the past over years. So I think I think this is a, a kind of a match made in heaven for him. Um, new yeah. coach coming in, so it, it would be. Look, it's going to be interesting because I know they probably took a long look at taking two or Herbert or something there, but they're going to roll nah. into next year. They're, they're going to roll into next year with Dwayne Haskins, and yeah, we'll see. We no one knows what Dwayne Haskins is going to be. So uh, why don't As you impossible. give? Yeah. So why don't you give us where the I think the NFL draft starts? This the is excitement when it starts, begins. Yeah. yeah, the excitement begins. How painful is that three? first like 10, 15 minutes of the draft going to be when everybody just knows those first two picks? Yeah, and just watching, waiting. Exactly. Um, it was like it reminds me of the year like quick. 
I wonder how quick it's going to be in between. If it's going to be quicker this year because it's all online, right? They don't have the guy walking up doing the. Well, they got, they got, they got, uh, they got. What is it? Goodell doing it from his basement? Right. Is he going? He's going to video like shake the guy's hand. I I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. They usually get like what ten minutes on the clock. So, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be no. This is kind of new to everyone, right? No one's going to know. So yeah. But uh, give Um, us the Lions are on the clock at three. What do they do? So, this is my first trade of the first round. I think the Dolphins are moving up and grabbing number three. The Dolphins have 14 picks in this draft. <laughs> um, that's too many. Like You, yeah, can't, you don't have many. that many contracts to give out on your roster. Yeah. One, and then you can't draft that many guys. And then when they all – you can't pay them all at the same time when they need their next contract. It just doesn't make sense to have 14 picks. So, I think they're going to use some of their ammo – uh, to move up and make sure that they get their guy. And I think they take Tua. Um, Tua has some red flags. Um, he is injury prone. Every, that's the biggest one. Um, I also saw some reports that uh, he's trending down because of how low his Wonderlick uh, yeah, I heard score that was or something. It was uh, <laughs> really low. Um, but the guy is athletically so gifted. Uh, his ceiling is higher than Herbert's, in my opinion. Um, but his floor is also way lower because he could just the injury factor. Um, the Dolphins, uh, they need their quarterback. Um, the way that they played down the stretch last year and then spent money and free agency tells me they're kind of looking to win now. I don't see Herbert as being the guy that you plug in to try to win right away. Um, I think Herbert needs a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think the Dolphins take Tua. Um, I'm really intrigued by what you're you're gonna think the Lions do at number three. Well, I I, I I thought about this one was the one that I thought about the most, and I think the Lions are gonna trade this pick. I don't think they take um, they go at number three. Um, I think I think it makes sense for that organization to move out of that draft pick, just in the fact that look, they they got holes all over the roster. Quarterback probably isn't the biggest. Um, like they have, they have a huge hole at cornerback with trading with Darius Slay. So I think they have to move out and gather and gather some more um, ammo to go in the draft. Mm-hmm. So I think that pick is primed for teams like the Dolphins, the Chargers, maybe the Patriots, whoever are going to move up. But I'm on board with you. I think the Dolphins are going to move those. They got three picks in the first round. I think they move. I think they move two of them, three of them. I, I don't know the trade details, and we we decided before mm-hmm. the podcast we're not going to say the trade details because look, we, you, yeah. we don't know. But I'm assuming they're going to trade at least a couple of those first round picks. They move up, they get their guy, and it's to a tag of Aloha. I was thinking wow. Justin Herbert. I, I was in my mind. I, I was and I was doing some research, and there's some rumors out there the Dolphins are looking at Justin Herbert instead of yeah. Tua. It's not. Yeah. It's not set in stone that Tua is the guy, but I think I think his um I think his poise and his promise just lives up to um, the Miami Dolphins name. I think he fits there perfectly. I know he wants to be in Miami. He's got family there, I believe, and he's got. And I think it's kind of a match made in heaven as well, like I said with Chase Young and the Redskins. I think it's going to happen. I think it's all but done. Um, he's the he's the best quarterback, in my opinion. He's the best quarterback prospect in this draft. He's got the highest ceiling, but yeah. he, like, there's, yeah. like you said, so many red flags, right? The left-handed yeah. issue, the injury the issue, the lefty, yeah, yeah. Like you, when was the last time left-handed quarterback succeeded like this, right? You can yeah. see Michael only Vick, maybe. Steve Young's the only one in history with the Super Bowl, right? Exactly, yeah. So yeah. like, it it doesn't happen very often. Um, mm-hmm. his injury history is so scary. Um, like that hip, that hip injury is what, um, is it what made Bo Jackson retire? Like that's the yeah, exact same injury yeah. that ruined I his mean, career, surgery right? surgery is a lot more advanced now, but yeah, you know, it, hip is not something you want to be having surgery on when you're 
how old is he? He's like 21. Like, yep. uh, you don't want to be having hip surgery at that age. Exactly. And he's a mobile quarterback a little bit. He can get out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. So there's so many, there's so much concerns about him, but look, he's, he's that, he's that talented. And I think the dolphins make, they make the trade. The lions move back to number five. Mm-hmm. They'll still be able to get a guy that's high impact there. So dolphins get the quarterback. So I think for that, this, no, go ahead. Sorry. For the sake of the rest of my mock, I did just put in that, that the lions would get something approximately pick five and pick 26. Okay. Um, to move that, up. That's, so. that's exactly that's exactly what I have as well. Okay, good. Yeah, so, we're so, on the same so page. yeah, so I have them picking there. All right, so um, yeah, I got I got the Dolphins there. Take at number three. Um, okay. Picking, number yeah. four. Um, Giants on the clock. Um, I got them taking Tristan Wirfs, the offensive oh, tackle out of first Iowa. tackle going, geez. Yeah. Um, I mean, they the last two years they put their top picks into Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. Um. So investing in the offensive line is probably the next step for that offense. Is uh, and I think they should do that. Um, I think Worfs had an outstanding combine. He, um, to me, is the top tackle in the draft. And uh, so I, I, I would like the pick too if I was a Giants fan. Where he's are you a going? Man, he's four? a mammoth of a man, Tristan. Wirfs. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he 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 can settle, uh, He can um, solidify that offensive line. Um, I'm going. I'm going a little off the board here. I don't think the Giants go offensive line. I don't think there's tackles there. Like you got guys like Nikai Brown, Tristan Wirfs. I, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of these tackles. I know there's a lot of. I know there's a lot of like solid ones, but I don't see one there at number four that can um, solidify like um, the pick at number four. If that makes sense, I think they go off the board here. I think they take Isaiah Simmons. I think the Giants okay. go. I think the Giants go defense. I think they get arguably the, mm-hmm. one of the best players in the draft. Isaiah Simmons is that talented. Mm-hmm. Look, he can play all over the field. He can be the captain of the New York Giants defense yeah. for years to come. Um, I think I think you got to kind of pick best player available if you're the Giants. Like they are, like they have so many holes. I, and I I get what you're saying. I get the you take the tackle because you drafted Saquon Barkley and you got the young quarterback. I get it, but I think you have to go best player available here. And arguably Isaiah Simmons, not arguably, he is the best player available at number yeah. four for them. I was actually, to be honest, I for a long time debated about the Lions taking Isaiah Simmons third. I yeah. think Matt Patricia would be in love with him. Um, and I still think that is a possibility, to be honest. I might, he, by who knows, like you said, our our mocks will change by draft yeah. day. It, 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 right now. Yeah. And, and like, I think, I think the Lions, they should trade down, but who knows with Matt Patricia, right? You have no idea. Right. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Lions, I have them on the clock because of that trade with the Dolphins. And I think that they take Okuda cornerback out of ohio state um i love his game i think he's the best corner in the class there's a lot of rumbling that's that henderson is um the number one guy i don't i don't see that um okuda Mm -hmm. last year wasn't penalized with a hold or a pass interference the entire the entire season yeah um that's incredible he's yeah i think he's the number one guy and lions just traded slay um so Lions grabbed an extra pick and still got a good uh, good pick. Uh, I I like that move if the Lions go that way. Yeah, I think he's the safest pick, and I'm on I'm on board with you. I think the Lions take Jeff Okuda number five. Look, he, he's clearly like I don't know clearly like there's 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 a lot of people saying C.J. Henderson um has maybe better in coverage, but Okuda is just he's all around more built um better um for at the cornerback position for the Lions um look he, mm-hmm. he if you watch his combine tape too like he's got he's got crazy footwork. Uh, he tests really well at the combine. Um, I think Matt Patricia's, Matt Patricia's going to fall in love with him. And I think, yeah, I think they have to take a corner. 
Um, they're they're, they're mm-hmm. very weak at that position after training Darius Slice. So I'm also on board with Okuda at number five. All right. Um, and then Chargers on the clock at six. I'm assuming we have the same pick here. I think they take Herbert. Yep. Um, quarterback out of Oregon. Uh, I think he he needs a year, personally, some more polishing to me. Um, so I think this still leaves the Chargers the favorites to sign Newton um, for this season. Yep. Um, what about you? Do you think Herbert can step in and play this season? I can't. I, 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 like he's, he's got a lot of – he's got some character issues. Um, I know that uh, he's uh, – uh, he hasn't like the Oregon offense, um, but he didn't do too well in it towards the end of last season. Um, and last year, like he, he kind of underachieved, if that makes sense. But Oregon, they didn't have anyone around him to kind of help him out. He was kind of a lone duck there. Um, I, I think the Chargers take him at number six as well. Um, I, stepping in right away, maybe. But if you're if you're the Chargers, you don't. Like, why would you? You got Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor, and like you said, you could they could sign a guy like Cam Newton. So. Right on. Yeah, I, I, don't, um, I don't. I don't. I don't see yeah, them. I don't see easy. them. Yeah, I think that that's a solid pick for them. Yeah. Um, the comparisons I'm hearing for Herbert are kind of Josh Allen like. Uh, he's yeah. got the arm. He's got the size. The ability. It's just will he put it all together? Um, it's going to be interesting. I think both those teams are going to be kind of going to a a little bit of a like a trade war with the Lions at number three, like the Lions. Yeah. The, yeah. the Dolphins and Chargers. So I think they're going to do their best to try to get up to three. Maybe they try to get up to three to take Herbert. Who knows? Like whoever their guy is. I think they're going to want to go up to number three and get him mm-hmm. because you got teams that could jump them, right? That There's picks number four and five. Like the Giants, I heard today, like David Gettleman's open to trading that number four pick. So yeah. I think I think they're going to be kind of scared um, to sit at six, and, and they don't know if they'll get Herbert there. But I think eventually he'll end up falling to six. I think Okuda and Simmons yeah. are just too talented to kind of uh, – to kind of, yeah, uh, I'm surprised how similar our uh, yeah. Well, our after after this now. pick, man, after this pick, my mock yeah. flips on its head. So who do you got okay. at number seven? Why don't you tell me who you go first? Uh, All right, this this is my this is my big kind of splash move splash move. Excuse me of the draft. The Atlanta Falcons trade up from number pick okay. 16 all the way to 7 and may wow. nab defensive tackle Derek Brown out of Auburn. Look, the, the Atlanta Falcons, are there's no there's no secret right now. They need to trade up in this draft and get some sort of defensive player. Their defense yeah. has been has been completely wiped clean. They have no pass rush. They have no internal, um, internal rush or internal um, strength right now on that defensive line. They need to get better at the defensive on the defensive front. And there, there's no secret around the NFL that they, they're looking to trade up. Um, yep. The Carolina Panthers are sitting at pick seven, and I think that they, they need to garner some picks. They've got a lot of holes in that roster. I think um, co- the new coach, Matt Rule, coming in, he's going to want to kind of get his guys and get, and get more picks. I think this is a, tr- a prime trade up spot for the Falcons, and I think they go in and you get – look, I said Javon Kimmel is my more, my more favorite guy to watch, but I think Derek Brown's kind of the more – is probably the best defensive tackle at the draft bar none. And I think yeah. the Falcons they 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 kind of trade the trade the um trade the house to get up to number seven and they take Derek Brown. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I'm in love with Derek Brown. I actually yeah. have the Panthers staying at seven and taking him. Okay, um, he's one the defensive tackle. Not only is he good at stopping the run, he gets to the quarterback. The defensive tackle is the closest line to the quarterback. The interior mm-hmm. rush, it's hard to find. There's so few defensive tackles that can consistently get pressure um, through the middle, and he kind of looks like he will be able to do that at the next level. Um, yeah. So I, I have the Panthers uh, restarting their defense around him. Yeah, no, it's, it's, not a bad, it's not a bad pick at all. If, if you're the Panthers, mm-hmm. you can sit there and take them. I think what might happen is if Isaiah Simmons falls to number seven, 
I think the Panthers yeah, will stay there and take them. Yeah, that was a really tough one. Yeah, exactly. Because I have Isaiah Simmons going eight to the Cardinals. So okay. I have the Panthers. Wow. Yeah, I think both both those guys uh, might be available at seven for the Panthers to decide. I don't know where they go. They if they took Simmons over Brown, I would not be surprised, and I would still love the pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the pick even more for the Cardinals if they somehow land Isaiah Simmons at eight. Uh, that's crazy. Hmm. Um, well, they'll I... be the win. They already are the winners of the offseason with getting DeAndre Hopkins, and if they land yeah. Isaiah Simmons at eight, that's that's a great uh, great pick. Well, I think I agree with you. I, I don't I don't think. But I don't think uh, Zay Simmons actually is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he's gone early. So if he's there, I think you have to take him, right? Like I said, uh, I almost saw it Isaiah Simmons third. And then all of a sudden now I have an eighth. So I, I, I think very highly of him as a prospect. I just think he'll be available at that seven or eight range for one of these teams to have an absolute steal of a pick. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I have um, – so number eight, I have the Arizona Cardinals taking um, offensive tackle Mikai Becton. Um, out of Louisville, I think. Okay. Look, I, I have. I know you have worse ahead. I just like he scares me a little. The little Iowa connection. Um, yeah, Mika uh, Becton has just been a complete stud there at Louisville. Um, There's question marks he, about Becton too, though. Yeah, there is. Um, it, it's kind of pick or choose, right? Like these. There's so many. There's three solid tackles that you can take, and I, I think I personally think Mika Becton's the best. But like you talk to scout, like I've you could I've heard um analysts and um. Um, NFL insiders say, like, you talk to scouts out there, and there's people don't know, right? Their arms are up in the air. They have no idea which one's best, which one's not. So um, mm-hmm. I think Mikai Becton to the to the Cardinals, they they get their tackle. Look, they need to protect Kyler Murray for the next 10 years. They need to take an offensive lineman there. Um, yeah. I, I think they have to invest in, in that in the, in the offensive line early. So I think Mikai Becton, they, the Cardinals, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Mm-hmm. Um, pick nine. Um, you brought, you talked about this guy in your uh, top three favorite players, um, CD Lamb. I have oh. him going to the Jags at nine. <laughs> uh, I think he's the best wide receiver in this draft as well. Um, Judy's exceptional as well, but Lamb has the ability to do things that Judy can't. Judy might end up having the more consistent long term career, mm-hmm. um, but the ceiling on Lamb is just astronomical yeah. uh, yeah, what he's exactly. capable of doing. Um, and they need uh, Minshew needs a weapon there. They have nothing yep. on the outside, uh, so I see them taking Lamb there. So I'm I'm with you on this. Um, I think the Jaguars take a receiver. Look, I have them taking CD Lamb at nine. You talk to like you talk to a bunch of people like insiders and scouts, right? That are, they're saying they also don't know who the best wide receiver in the draft is, right? There's you got the arguably top three in CD Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs, and there are teams up there that have them all across their top three in the boards. So it's, I think the Jaguars are going to take whoever they fall in love with at the wide receiver position. I think it's CD Lamb. I think he's bar none the best receiver in this draft. He's with the ball. He doesn't have the breaking speed, but with the ball in his hands, man, like he can make guys miss. Um, he's exceptional in the route tree. He can run every route. Um, I think I think he's the best receiver in the draft. I think he's the most exciting player in this draft to watch on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I think the Jags, like you said, they need a weapon. They need mm-hmm. to get um, Gardner Mitchell some help. And I think uh, I think CD Lamb at nine. And I think that will that's not good if you're an Eagles fan um, or if you want a receiver, right? You don't want receivers yeah. to go early and often. But I think Some, the Jags. Something yeah. that um, is going to be really interesting about this draft is it's really heavy in offensive linemen and wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two positions are probably 
the most um, important in terms of chemistry among the connection between the team. And there might be a shortened off-season program. So teams expecting a wide receiver to just jump in and have instant chemistry with their quarterback, um, that's going to factor into these picks, I think. Yeah, it's interesting to say. I didn't even really kind of think of that. Um, it's so hard. Like you, you hear scouts say that yeah. wide receivers coming into the NFL is the hardest position to trans- transition already, to. right? Yeah, and then exactly. You don't have an off, you might have a shortened off-season program mm-hmm. um, on top of that. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think I think CD Lamb and nine to the Jags makes sense. The Jaguars need to put some butts in the seats too. I think they need right. to take someone exciting at nine. So I think CD Lamb at nine um, is interesting. This after this year, man, I starting at pick ten. It's a toss-up for me. Um, it was tough for me to kind of pick from here. Right. So why don't you start? Who's so, the Browns taking 10? Um, you have Beckton as your top-rated offensive lineman. I actually have him third. So hmm. I actually have set the second-best offensive tackle off the board. I take. I think the Browns take Jedrick Wills um, okay. out of Alabama. Um, Browns fans are probably going to be unhappy with this pick because it's not very exciting, but it's exactly what they should do um, mm-hmm. is take a tackle and – they have they have a couple to pick from. I wouldn't be surprised if they went with Beckton or even Thomas, um, but I think Wills will be the guy. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I like Wills. Like I, I, I have kind of like I said, the top three, those top three tackles, um, Beckton, Wills, and Worfs. You can kind of pick and choose. Um, mm-hmm. But I have the Browns taking Tristan Worfs there at number ten. Okay. I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, so I yeah. So I have him as a secondary tackle. He is an absolute mammoth of a man. Um, and come back. Like I said coming out of Iowa scares me a little bit, but I think he can separate in and solidify that left side um, of the offensive line. Um, they uh, who's the guy they signed in Tennessee? Uh, their name's passing me. Um, Conklin. Yeah, Conklin. So they, they got their tackle solidified there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Which they, they need, needed. They needed yeah, that badly. <laughs> exactly. Baker Mayfield is, uh, need, needs some needs some time to throw the ball. He's not very agile, not very mobile. So I think it's important for them to go tackle there. All right, number eleven, the New York Jets. This pick can yes. go. I this one. Who knows yeah, what they're going to do? This could be but... in line, um, available for trade as well. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of – so many rumors swirling around like OBJ and even um, Trent Williams in Washington. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Jets, the smart thing in my opinion for them to do is just keep the pick and take Mekhi Becton. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a massive upgrade on that offensive line, and he's six foot seven, three hundred and sixty pounds. I think that's the massive upgrade they could use. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question, the big red flag with him, and which is why I ha- have him as my third ranked tackle, is he has kind of um, an eating problem. He just loves yeah. to eat food, <laughs> yeah. he, and he's, he's, pretty, he's, a, he's, he's a mammoth a, of a man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cooking is actually one of his passions. There's some yeah. there's some scouts that question if he's more passionate about cooking than football, even. <laughs> um, so, if he can slim out, I think he has potential to be one of the steals of this draft. But he's Jets six, need a Jets six, need seven, to address offensive line. Yeah, six seven, three hundred and sixty four pounds. Yeah, that's so crazy. He, he's also a big dude. Like the tackles at the top are big. Yeah, no, look, they could go offensive line. I have them kind of. Uh, I have them an interesting pick here. I think the Jets take Jerry Judy, wide receiver over to Alabama. I think they get um, they get Sam Darnold their weapon. Look, they 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 got nothing on the outside right now. I know the offensive lines are pouring. I, I'm not really huge on these tackles, like I said. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Jerry Judy makes sense. Look, he, he's he's probably the most polished route runner coming out of college since Amari Cooper. Um, he, he's my comparison to him is Amari Cooper. Um, and look, Sam, like they got no, they got nothing there. Robbie Anderson left leaves the free agency. He was probably you could arguably say their best receiver last year. Um, so I think I think Jerry Judy is going to be too uh, too kind of pretty to, to pass up for them. 
So I think it makes sense for them to go wide receiver, get Sam Darnold, uh, get Sam Darnold a weapon that they finally that he can finally need. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. So Raiders are sitting there at twelve. I have yes. them taking Judy actually. Um. Hmm. He is a special wide receiver. It's kind of yeah. in most drafts. It's kind of surprising that he would go fall all the way to twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great pick for the Raiders if they get yeah. that. They they should be thrilled with that. Um, Antonio Brown left a huge hole for the Raiders last year, um, and I kind of have Judy as a Antonio Brown like type player. Um, yeah, he is. I think that's his ceiling. So uh, that's a great pick for the Raiders, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that Jerry, the one thing that bugs me about Jerry Judy is like you watch him, he just doesn't have like. He's not very big or fast. You know what I mean? Like usually you want receivers to kind of like be big physical traits. So you like a guy that's like either really big or really fast. Jerry Drew just doesn't have that. Like I know he, like he just, he's not like overly big and he doesn't have break game breaking speed. So Mm -hmm. that, that scares me away from a little bit. Like, I don't know how good he's how good his game will translate to the NFL level. Like he, your corners are a lot bigger, like the safeties are going to be a lot bigger, right? Yeah. So it's going to be more it's going to be more difficult. But like man, watching him run routes at Alabama, like he he's like pristine, he's special, yeah. exactly. So at number twelve, I think the Raiders also go wide receiver. I think they take wide receiver Henry Ruggs, also out of Alabama. Um, look, they they need to get a wet. They so need you have a all the big all, three wide receivers are all gone by three 12. gone at twelve. And, and wow, I know it sucks, but I think that's what's going to happen. Um, look, you could argue all three of those players are the top, like their top 12 players in this draft. They're that good. Henry Ruggs yeah. is, in my opinion, Henry Ruggs is most, one of the most exciting players to watch as well in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, four, two, seven speed. Like that's ridiculously fast. Um, he's got, he takes a top off defense. Like I think he could be Tyree kill, but more, maybe even better than Tyree kill. He's got the right. Sean Jackson, like ability. Um, he he's and he's not just fast. He's physical. If you watch yeah. his game, he gets up there for jump balls. He can run through the middle of the defense. Um, the one thing that is we like the only thing that does will scare teams off a little bit. He doesn't really have the crazy production. Um, like he he only mm-hmm. had like he he's never really kind of had over a thousand yards receiving. He's kind of some yeah. some uh, small production. Well, he was but in that could, offense exactly. Judy, Judy was taking all the balls exactly. So you can argue that Jerry Judy's there. Um, so but that, that could go both ways, right? You could say um, when he gets to a team where he's the number one option, can he be that number one option? So right. a lot of a lot of ifs and buts with his game. Um, yeah, but, so but we both agree opinion. that Ruggs is the third ranked of the wide receivers, right? I agree. Yeah, I think he yeah. is the third ranked. Um, I think Judy and Lamb are kind of one, two easily. And then I think a lot mm-hmm. of teams probably have Judy one or, or Lamb two, right? I, I don't know if a lot of teams will have Henry Ruggs first, but um, yeah. So I think all three are coming off the board at 12, and that's going to make for a crazy rest of the first round for teams on any receivers. Right. So on the 13, San Fran would be on the clock. And I think, like we just talked about, I think they were really hoping that one of Judy or Lamb gets to them at 13. Yeah. Since it didn't, I don't think that Ruggs fits their offense. I think they trade down out of this pick and the Dallas Cowboys jump up from 17 to get pick 13. And they take C.J. Henderson, the cornerback, oh, out of Florida. Yeah. Um, they lost Byron Jones in the offseason. Um and they've they've paid their guys right, so they're gonna have to find cheap replacements. Um, and C.J. Henderson on a rookie contract uh, mm-hmm. really fits Dallas's win now model. I, I hate how I have the exact same pick as you. No, you <laughs> I, did I, that. I, I, I have the I have the Cowboys moving up, and we didn't even share mocks before. No, we didn't. Wow. <laughs> I have the Dallas Cowboys moving up to pick thirteen and taking quarterback C.J. Henderson as well from Florida. I, I, it's weird. I don't know how we, we didn't even share mocks, but yeah, I have him Holy. going at 13. 
Um, I think exactly what you just said. Um, letting Byron Jones walk, the Cowboys have a massive hole at corner. They also have a hole at receiver, right? So I think mm-hmm. if one of those – look, I think the Cowboys are going to move up in this draft. There's a bunch of guys they could take. You could argue a guy like Clayvon Chase on um, defensive lineman there. You could argue if Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs um, fall. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they need a receiver. I think San Fran makes sense. They're probably one of the most prime teams to trade down. They don't have a pick in the second or third round. They need to garner, garner some draft picks. So yeah. – um, I think it makes sense for the for the Dallas Cowboys to move up, move up and the San Francisco 49ers to trade down. So CJ right. Anderson is saying there a lot of teams like I've heard some I've heard some rumors around the Twitterverse that see, people like CJ Henderson better than they like uh, Jeff Okuda. So who knows? Um, so, yeah, but I, think, I don't believe that though. Yeah. But I think um, it's no secret Jerry's even. There's been so many rumors that Jerry loves Henderson. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Um, pick fourteen. Um, I'm going to guess that we have the same pick here because I would love this pick if Andrew Thomas is available for the Bucks. Uh, we had Greg Allman on, and uh, he said they're going to take a right tackle at this mm-hmm. uh, spot. Andrew Thomas still available. I think that's an easy pick. Yep, I have the exact same pick as well. I was thinking Jedrick Wills, but I think Andrew Thomas fits more. Um, I, I have the Andrew Tom- I have Jedrick Wills actually rated higher than Andrew Thomas, but I think the right pick there is Andrew Thomas and right tackle for the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, our, our mocks are strangely similar. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. Even the trade on the point we didn't even share. Like, uh, emphasize yeah. the listeners, we did not share our mocks. Like so. Yeah. Um. So pick fifteen. Uh. Broncos. I still have Henry Ruggs available on my board, and they would be thrilled for that. I think he's the perfect player to pair with Cortland Sutton, um, who's mm-hmm. the more physical big bodied receiver you get that nice deep uh speed threat uh broncos fans i think would be thrilled with that pick. oh yeah so um i think the broncos also go wide receiver here but i think they go justin jefferson out of the uh, lsu um, wow. so i have wow. a reach i have a huge reach there that and look and i forced. think i could, i th- i don't think it will man like teams love justin jefferson they're teams that have jefferson rated higher than guys like the, than other um like the top three like there's like i was um Okay, well, I guess on your board, that pick actually isn't yeah. that crazy because Henry yeah. Ruggs isn't available. And yeah. you're right. I think Broncos really are looking at a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but Justin Jefferson, I – Look, he, he, I he I'm not a big Jeff- Justin Jefferson guy at all. I'm, neither am I. I think his production was overshadowed by having guys like Joe Burrow um, throwing to you in that LSU offense um, and, J- and Jamar Chase on the other side of the ball. Jamar Chase is going to be one of the best receivers in, in next year's draft. But yeah. like, look, um, Broncos need a receiver to pair with Cortland Sutton. Um, he had you can't argue Justin Jefferson's production. He produced yeah. there in LSU. He had the best numbers. Guys like Chris Sims of Pro Football Talk actually have Justin Jefferson as your second ranked receiver in this draft. <laughs> which look, who knows? But like, there's 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 guys out there that love him. And I think when those top three receivers go um, in the in the top twelve. People are going to panic, and teams are going to panic and try to get Justin Jefferson. He's arguably the fourth best. He's not my fourth best, but in a lot of teams' um, eyes, he is. So I think the Broncos will take a big reach there, and they go Justin Jefferson. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so pick 16, Falcons are on the clock. I know you have them moved up and taking Javon Kinlaw, right? So, yeah. yeah. So Falcons, Falcons would be on the clock at 16. I had to taking uh, Derek Brown. Oh, moving up for Brown. Yeah. I think that if they stay at 16, Javon Kinlaw will be available to them. Yep, so do I. <laughs> so I don't think I don't agree with that trade that they move out with the Panthers, but I have Falcons just staying put at 16 and being thrilled that Javon Kinlaw is still there. Um, he's 
unquestionably the best defensive player remaining on the board at this point. And the Falcons, they got to address that defense. There's no secret that that's their weak spot. Yeah, I have. Um, I also have Javon Kinlaw going there, but I, it's the Carolina Panthers are taking Javon Kinlaw. They can they they make that trade with the Falcons, and they still get a, a solid defensive tackle in the in the middle of their defense. They need defensive tackle as well. Um, so it, it fits. Okay, I think the Falcons just panic, and, and I think they just make that trade just so they can get their guy. Um, Javon Kinlaw. The problem is he's had some injury history. He's actually one of the prime guys to fall in this draft. Um, a lot of teams are scared mm-hmm. of his, uh, scared of his. Uh, of his injury history, and they haven't been able to do physicals like they, they would normally do, right? So I think he's primed to fall. Um, he's not a top – he's not a 16th-ranked talent. He's a top-10 talent, in my opinion. Um, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to fall in this draft. Um, I think Carolina gets the guy at 16 there. Um, all right, so we're kind of getting into the – we're kind of getting to the bottom of the draft. So why don't we kind of name off three picks in a row up until – Okay. Yeah. Um, so I actually have San Francisco on the clock at 17. Uh, so do you. Mm-hmm. And then – so I have them taking Clavon Chason from LSU. Yep. Uh, San Francisco loves taking their defensive lineman in the first round. Uh, they have a later first-round pick where I think they'll address the wide receiver position. Um, and then 18, I have Dolphins. This is probably my biggest reach of the draft. I have them taking DeAndre Swift, running hmm. back out of Georgia. Um, so they traded up. I have them trading up their other later first-round picks. So... The Dolphins moved ahead all of their running back meetings when COVID started happening to do their running back meetings right away. There's no secret that they they love their running back. Uh, they need to address the running back this this draft. Um, mm-hmm. They had the worst running back production in the NFL last year. It was abysmal. I, I honestly couldn't even name you who their running back was by game uh, 17 of the season. Um, and then pick 19, Raiders. I have them taking Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. Uh, they already addressed their offense in the with my earlier pick, and now they address their defense, and their biggest hole on defense is linebacker. Interesting. Um, I, I really uh, – I like the, the Swift pick. I think the Dolphins get a running back. I think it makes sense. Right, you, you get your young quarterback, and you get your young running back. So it's kind of – you compare mm-hmm. those two together. Um, all right, so I pick 17. I think the Patrick Queen linebacker LSU makes sense for San Francisco. I think they're going to probably take best player available. I love Patrick Queen. Um, I think he's probably yes. uh, he's arguably the arguably best linebacker in this draft. So I think he mm-hmm. goes at 17. I have um, Clavon Chase on 18 to the Dolphins. Um, he's arguably the best edge rusher in this draft. Dolphins need edge rushers as well. Um, that's the one hole that they do have is a guy getting after quarterback. So I think mm-hmm. that makes sense. And at number 19, I have the Raiders taking Christian Fulton, cornerback, um, out of Florida. So it's not Florida, sorry, my apologies. Um Christian Fulton out of LSU. Yeah, LSU, my apologies. Yeah, Um, yeah, sorry. Um, Christian Fulton at LSU. um, They they just have three LSU guys in a row. Yeah. (laughs) So I look, they're they're gonna be stacking up, they're gonna be stacking up that draft anyways. I think that I think those are all their defense, their offense, like is LSU has so many picks. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, those guys are all kind of ranked around there, and I think those are all perfect fits. Mm -hmm. All right, so I can't argue with any of those. Jaguars are on the board at 20. This pick is interesting. This is a prime, prime trade down um, pick. So what mm-hmm. do you got here? I have them staying there, actually, and taking Trevon Diggs, uh, cornerback out of Alabama. I mm-hmm. have him higher than uh, – uh, who's the corner you just named out of LSU? Christian Fulton. Fulton, yeah. I actually mm-hmm. don't even have him in my first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but So I have Diggs uh, going. Um, yeah. 
Jags lost Boye and Ramsey. They basically need to reset at the position, and I have Diggs as the best corner available. Uh, 21, your Philadelphia Eagles. I have T. Higgins, uh, wide receiver out of Clemson. Hmm. I know that's a controversial pick for you. Yep. Um, he's six foot four. He's a big body. Uh, the Eagles need a red zone target, man. Um, Jackson's their speed guy. I think uh, Higgins fits the offense well. And uh, I know you're not going to be happy with that pick. I know a lot of Philly Twitter might not like that, but <laughs> I think that's going to be the guy. So strap yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Vikings, I have them uh, taking Josh Jones, uh, another offensive lineman. He's out of Houston. Uh, he's athletic, had a great combine. Um, mm-hmm. Vikings need to help that O-line. How about you? Hmm. All right, so number pick 20. I think this pick a lot of people might nag, uh, jump up and nag a, uh, a wide receiver here to jump the Eagles because um, the top four are gone. There's a bunch of other guys there. I think it's a prime trade up or trade down pick. I think the Jags stay um, put, and they take Jeff Gladney. Um, cornerback. Um, I think they they need uh, they need some help on the secondary. So as well. we're both on the cornerback. Yeah, they they've they've ransacked that defense, man. Like they yeah. they got nothing left there. They need to uh, they need they need help on the edges on wide receiver and corner. So I think he makes sense. Um, pick twenty one is interesting. I think the Eagles are probably sitting there and thinking, look, uh, Jeff Justin Jefferson's gone, Henry Ruggs gone, Judy gone, C.D. Lamb gone. So we need to do something here. Um, I think they move down. I think they trade down with the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings trade up from pick 25 to 21. And the Minnesota Vikings go speedster wide receiver Jalen Rager out of TCU. I think the Vikings, wow. I think Stefan Diggs leaving them has leaves a big hole on the wide receiver position, especially the, the deep threat. Look, um, Holy. Adam Adam Thielen's not a speed guy, right? He doesn't get down the field a lot. So I think they have yeah. a huge hole on um, to stretch the field. Stefan Diggs was that guy for you. So I think uh, I think the Vikings are aggressive and they trade up and get Jalen Rager. Look, I I like Rager. I do. Um, I think he's got a lot of question marks coming at TCU. A lot of drop, a lot of drop problems. Um, and the the one thing with him too is a quarterback play was so bad at TCU. We're like I think like thirty yeah. percent of the balls thrown his way were like uncatchable. So I think that might have like that might have uh, shortened his stats a little bit. But I think the Vikings are aggressive and they go after um Jalen Rager. And I think the Eagles are very um uh, very happy with moving down a couple picks. So. Um, okay. And then, and then Vikings that, are still on the clock, right? Yeah, Vikings still on the clock, and they take AJ Terrell. Um, I think. Look, it's tough. It's 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 tough there. Um, I don't like it's tough going back to back because um, the Vikings do have two picks, right? Because the Buffalo Bills uh, moving up, but I think they also need a corner. Um, I think he makes sense for them. Um, Clemson went, uh, had a very good defense um, last year, um, and I think he stood, kind of stood out and. Look, there's like, these corners that towards the end of the draft, you can kind of take any. It's all going to be who you fall in love with, but I think Andrew Terrell to Clemson makes sense. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so then at pick 23, it would be the you Patriots on the clock, and this is yep. a big move that I have predicting. Um, the Bears, they have two second-round picks. The Patriots mm. have zero second-round picks. Bill Belichick loves – would way prefer quality – or quantity over quality, sorry – I see Bill Belichick moving down, picking up two seconds, um, and the Bears hop up to 23 and take Austin Jackson, the offensive lineman out of USC. Um, if he's available at 23, I actually do hope the Bears pull the trigger on this because I like him. Um, he started slow, um, but the guy donated uh, bone marrow to his sister so she could recover from uh, and have that operation. Interesting. Um, so he started the season slow and he fell down boards. This guy um, at some times was a top 10 pick and then he fell because he struggled um, despite that procedure. 
Um, so I think I think if he's available at 23, I would love to see the Bears move up and nab him. Um, and then at 24, the Saints, I have them taking Kenneth Murray, uh, linebacker. Uh, Saints don't have many holes, but if they had to take uh, get some youth out of position, I think linebacker would be the spot. Um, and then Vikings on the clock, I have them taking – I hope I don't butcher this name. Uh, Yeter Gross Matos out of Penn State. <laughs> yeah. um, he's a freak athlete. 20 tackles for loss last season. Um, Vikings lost Everson Griffin. I think that's the, his replacement right there. Interesting. So the Austin Jackson pick, he's the youngest offensive tackle in the draft. Um, mm-hmm. So he, I think I think that makes sense. I think the Bears kind of jumping up. and, um, and that, I, would that, that, lo- I would be yeah. thrilled by that. Or – if the if the Bears also stayed in the second round and took a guard and a wide receiver or something with their two seconds, I would be happy with that too. Um, mm-hmm. They have they have options, but I do see the Patriots trading down out of this pick. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So my draft gets a little interesting from here. I got number twenty, uh, number twenty three. At the Patriots take safety Xavier McKinney. I think one of the most I would not be surprised if that happened. Yeah, yeah. one of the most one of the most. Um, uh, one of the underrated players in the draft, I think, one of the most talented. Bill Belichick loves his safeties, loves getting the guys like that. He can quarterback that defense for the next five, ten years. Um, he makes sense. Alabama safeties, look, they work out. Those guys are studs. Alabama produces safeties um, and, and good corners all the time. So I like that pick for Bill Belichick um, at number 23. Number 24, the New Orleans mm-hmm. – this one's going to flip your head. The New Orleans Saints draft quarterback Jordan Love at a Utah State. They Holy. get Drew Brees' replacement. I think that will blow so you up the draft. Taysom Hill? No, I think I think they I think they go quarterback here. I don't think they trust Taysom Hill um, to kind of uh, to be the next guy. Look, Drew Brees is forty. I, I've I've emphasized to you. I think he's done. I don't think he's gonna have a good year next year. I think I hope New Orleans sees that that way. Jordan Love, look, he's got he's got immense talent. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I think I can mm-hmm. make sense, man. I think Sean Payton might fall off. Um, so Jordan Love is interesting to me um, because – so with the new rules now, you want to draft your quarterback in the first round so you get that extra year of control. First-round picks, I believe, get five years of control. Every other round gets four years of control. That's yep. correct, right? Yep. So yep. that's why – hence why the Ravens very smartly traded up into the first round with the last pick and took Lamar Jackson. Um so I think teams might follow that model. If you do, if you if your evaluators liked Jordan Love, take him in the first round. Um, so that I personally don't see them doing that, but I get I see where you're. I don't I don't is. see another team for Jordan Love to go to. Right? I think I think the Saints makes the most sense. Like this is such a weird year with quarterbacks. Like there's more quarterbacks than there are spots. Right? Um, mm-hmm. in this league mm-hmm. right now. So and that's usually that's usually not the way it goes. So I, yeah. I think I think Jordan Love's too talented of a guy to pass up there at twenty four. Look, he he could you could argue there's a lot of comparisons to Patrick Mahomes, um, but like who's not going to be the next Patrick Mahomes? But similar playing styles. Um, he's he's a guy that's going to have to sit for a year or two. And I think sitting behind Sean Payton and Drew Brees, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, and I think that's the best spot for him as well. All right, pick twenty five. The Eagles are finally going to be taking. Look, I'm with you on this. I have the same pick as you. I have to taking wide receiver T. Higgins out of Clemson. Oh, I so you like trading down though and still getting. I have him. That's I have them trading down and still getting him. I like T. Higgins personally. Um, Eagles Twitter doesn't. I do. I think he's the fourth best receiver in this draft. Um, I like him more than Justin Jefferson. But like, look, he he was he's arguably the like 
the best receiver, like numbers wise, the past two years. He's been the best receiver in college in these past couple of years at Clemson. Look, he's got more receiving yards than guys like Sammy Watkins coming at Clemson, right? Like he he has led Clemson in receiving. He is that good, but the problem is, is he his post his postseason um his past couple of months have been bad for him. He got hurt. He didn't go to the combine. Um, there's a lot like he didn't do good at testing numbers, right? So his like his post combine kind of stuff hasn't really worked out for him. That's why he's falling. But I think people need to kind of disregard that and look at his field on uh, his play on the field. He's been awesome. Um, I think he's perfect for the Eagles' offense too. I think he's a prime number one safe pick. I think he can step right in right away and be a, a target for Carson Wentz. So I think he makes sense there at twenty five. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're both on T. Higgins. Wow, we both yeah. have the same Eagles pick. Uh, yeah. If they're able to move back to 25 and still take T. Higgins, I would call that a successful first round. I would too. Okay. Um, so tw- I have the Lions being on the clock at pick 26. And everything you just said about uh, the Saints uh, needing a replacement for Drew Brees, I think the Lions need that replacement Whoa. potentially for Matt Stafford. I have them taking Jordan Love. Interesting. Um, I think his back is wor- may- might be worse than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, Jordan Love is uh, – he needs a year on the bench for sure. Like there's yeah. no chance that Jordan Love can be thrown to the Wolves next year. That would ruin his career. Um, so maybe even two, three years under Matt Stafford. I don't think that that would be a crazy route for the Lions. Um, he has all the tools. Uh, he just needs to find the toolbox. Um and maybe Matt Stafford's back is worse than people think. Uh, that's a question mark. Right Jordan now. Love really to the Lions. That just yeah. Yeah, that, that's not a bad fit, actually. I didn't even think kind of. That's my kind of like. Yeah. That's my most out of left field pick. I yeah. think for sure. Um, but I think internally the Lions might know something about Stafford's back that it's worse than we think. Um, anyways, moving on. This Seattle Seahawks would be on the clock at twenty-seven. I have them taking an offensive lineman, Isaiah Wilson. Um, their offensive line is the worst part of their team. Um, he's a downhill run first, uh, run block first type blocker, um, which is Seattle's scheme. They run a lot of um, running plays and or play action. Um, fits their scheme perfectly. Uh, and then Ravens at 28. I have them taking Jonathan Taylor, uh, running back. That might seem like a reach, but Listen, the Ravens run the ball more than any team in football. Having yep. um, some fresh legs in the backfield uh, is not a bad idea. And Taylor looks good. So I have yeah, the Ravens Ma- taking him. Mark Ingram's got a lot of wear on the tires, too, the past mm-hmm. couple of years. So it makes sense for them to take a running back. All right. Um, 26 lines on the clock. I'm um, taking outside linebacker Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. And I think Matt Patricia goes defense again. Um, look, they, they need to get some parishing help. They, their defense was atrocious last year. That's, that's not. Matt Patricia's style. Um, I think he's an overrated coach, but hey, um, he's going to want to solidify the defense more than anything else. So I think uh, Zach Bond, great pass rusher, um, Wisconsin Wisconsin guy. So um, I I love him as a prospect as well. Um, 28, um, the Seattle Seahawks. um, I have them taking um, also a running back, Jonathan Taylor, as well. Um, Wait, sorry. You skipped Seahawks at 27. Yeah, no, I have lines at 26, and I I have Seahawks at 27. Oh, so you have Taylor going to Seattle? Yep, I have Jonathan Taylor oh, going to Seattle. Wow. They had That's a lot crazy. of running back problems last year, right? They're they're they were um. Mm. Look, you could argue yeah. they had the worst running backs in the NFL. They had to bring they, in Marshawn. Lynch. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they, yeah. Had a lot of, they had a lot of issues at running back. I think he makes a lot of sense there. Um, I also think it might be a reach. Like, there's not a lot of cute, big, good running backs in this draft. Um, but I think 
Um, I like him going there. And I think the Seahawks could kind of pick and choose a running back. I think they got to go get one there. But that they had a reach. He was the guy they took in the first round uh, two years ago. Um, uh, Rashad Penny. Penny. Yeah, Rashad yeah. Penny. That was an awful pick. Um, yeah. My back-to-back Wisconsin guys going there. I'm at 27. Number 28 is a people of pottery. I don't care. The Baltimore Ravens are taking wide receiver LaVisca Chenault Jr. out of Colorado. Uh, I think he goes okay. at the no, I don't. I wouldn't call that a reach. Yeah. So, like, I think I think he makes sense. Though. The Ravens need a wide receiver big time. They run kind of that funky offense with a lot of motion and stuff like mm-hmm. that, too. So, and he, I think he fits there perfectly. If I'm LaVisca Chenault, I'd be so happy to go there. He's not really an outside weapon anyway, so Lamar Jackson doesn't have to whip it outside to him. He's he, he's more better in motion with the ball in his hands. I think that's perfect for this offense. So I think Lavisco Chanel finally um, gets picked, and I, I would like I think he's a better prospect than twenty eighth, but with the injury history and whatnot. So yeah, I, I'd be excited to watch him in the Baltimore offense. All right, so we're now to our final four picks. Let's run through the final four quickly. All right, Titans, I have them uh, replacing Jarrell Casey by taking Marlon Davidson out of Auburn. Um, I think his closest um, comparison would be Jarrell Casey, so I like that fit there. Uh, You have Justin Jefferson going way too early, in my opinion. I think he's there at number 30 for the Packers. Wow. Um, He's a guy that they – good fit across from Adams. Um, They desperately need help at that position. Yep. Um, and then I have another wide receiver going for the 49ers, uh, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, I think he's going to be a first rounder. Um, he's, he's, he's a lot of, he's a, he's a very similar to Debo Samuel though. So yeah, I just, I, I needed them to take a wide receiver and I think he's yeah. the best wide receiver available. Um, they might actually wait to the second round to address that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the last couple picks. I had a tough time. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Uh, deciding. <laughs> And then the Chiefs, I have them taking A.J. Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson. Mm. Um, this team, as soon as their secondary figured their stuff out, they their defense, uh, that's when they the, the Chiefs really started rolling. Um, mm. So just invest in the secondary more. And I also wouldn't be surprised if a team wants to trade up to take another quarterback for the reason I said earlier. Um, but what are your last four? All right, so I have the Tennessee Titans taking cornerback Jalon Johnson um, out of Utah. I think he's – I arguably a lot of people have him as one of the best corners in this draft. Um, I think he falls, though. Um, I think the Titans the Titans need to get a cornerback, whoever it is. Um, Christian Fultz and Jalon Johnson, one of those guys are going to be there. Um, I think he's there at 29. Um, <clears throat> pick 30, I have the Green Bay Packers taking wide receiver Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Um, I think – Look, I'm not huge on Mims as a, as, as a wide receiver, but I think he's the best one available. You could, you could just guess a KJ Hamler that could be there. Um, Denzel Mims. Look, there's, there's so many wide receivers. Exactly, yeah. right? So it's kind of pick pick and choose who you love. Um, Denzel Mims is a guy that to flash at the Senior Bowl. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a good fit for Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I, I have him there. Pick 30. Pick 31, I have Trayvon Diggs, cornerback um, out of Alabama as well. Um, Stephon Diggs' brother. I think you had him higher in the draft, so they. I think yeah, they sort of. I, yeah, um, and then this is interesting. I have the Philadelphia Eagles moving back into the first round at wow. pick thirty-two and taking center Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. Hey, I think they take. I them, like him. Yeah, I same like here. Him. I think I think Kansas City's can move down. I think they have the talent. I don't think they need to take someone. I almost 32. put him to the 49ers at thirty-one. Yeah. To be honest, actually, now that I'm thinking about it out loud, I 
I don't mind him to the 49ers, actually. Yeah. That's 31. Look, he's 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 not arguing. He is the best center in this draft. He's only 20 mm-hmm. years old. If you watch his tape, he flies around the field. He's kind of reminds me of a Jason Kelsey, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey, you probably only got one year left in him. Like he's been yeah. he's been contemplating for retirement for a long, long time. Um, I think I think this All is his last year. Team, Jason yeah, exactly. Exactly. I well, he should have. It's a, it's a it's a disgrace he didn't make the All Decade team. But anyways, yeah. um, I, I think <laughs> I think the Eagles need to. I think the Eagles need to solidify the center position. I think he's the best uh, center in this draft. You could argue Lord Cushionberry out of LSU, but I think I think um, Cesar Ruiz is kind of Jason Kelsey 2.0. The Eagles move take that pick that they traded down in, um, package it with a fourth, move back up into the first round with Kansas City, get their center. Look, you get if I'm just I mean quick Eagles talk here. You get a receiver, you get a center in the first round. I think it's very successful. I think it's very Howie Roseman like too. I think it kind of fits his mold. Alrighty, wow, that was a. Let's try to maybe we should post these online or something. Yeah, just so, so people what, can see them. Yeah, so my 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 mock is going to be posted to Unwrap Sports. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna actually do a 1.0 and a 2.0, so this one will be up this weekend, and I'm going to do a second one. So you'll be able to check mine out, and Eric, maybe you want to post this on Unwrap Sports yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm so going to do it as well. Yeah, so you can both see both of our first rounds on, 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 on unwrapsports.com. Um, look, this 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 first round could go so many ways. Like we, we talked about earlier this draft. Pick number three, the Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa, that's going to be kind of the key to this draft, right? It's wherever he yeah. goes, um, I think it's going to completely flip this draft. So a lot to kind of take in, guys, I know. But look, we're getting the NFL draft season. I'm excited. I'm sure all of you are excited out there. You're kind of just craving some sort of draft content. So we thought we'd give it to you. So anyways, thank you for listening. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. And make sure to follow us on Twitter. Um, and wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a five-star rating. As every rating does help. And we will talk to you in a few days.